Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Yo, yo, I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your push the world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gov, sorry my love, but I'm seeing What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You were tuned in here to the Friday edition of Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Sam's been the one and twos. Your number is 736-976. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Don't forget to go check out their newest facility, 13,000 square foot golf simulator, full bar, full restaurant. That's Rounders Car Club. And this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and all your commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-976. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show, you didn't have an opportunity to weigh in on or anything we're discussing today, feel free to give us a call. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments. Uh, Today, as usual, uh, the top of the next hour, we'll be joined by James from Sharpside Sports Consultant. Uh, we'll talk to see what he's got cooking, where the money's moving, who's what, what type of action, what other information he has for us uh, today. Don't forget to go to their website and use the SGE promo code one in regards to uh, their golf cards, golf information. If you're golf better, regards to the uh, weekend and UFC, if there's any more fights, the boxing, of course. So make sure you go ahead and um, check with them and use that promo code. And don't forget the SGE package. Uh, you'll get 20 25% off for the pick six card as well, too, and the information that goes with that as well. And it's pretty much your money back guarantee. You're not making money. Uh, you get a month for free. So uh, they're making money over there on that site. Now, uh, today, also in the last segment of the show, we'll do a uh, weekend lean for you. We'll throw that out there uh, once we get uh, to the last segment and do that. With all that said, what's up, man? I'm in a bit of baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Right. Sam, is that you over there? Are you ready? Uh, Sam, Sam? Yeah, we use blackout. <laughs> oh, you yeah, can't see okay. me. Oh, it's even better. I'm in costume. So <laughs> oh, no, are you, you serious? Leave. Yeah, it's better if you oh, just leave I need the, to, wow. I got to see that, dog. Wow. So Sam's in the Halloween spirit, huh? The Did Taylor Halloween talk spirit. you into that? What do you think? Okay. I, yeah. I figured. Yeah. I'll just make. I'll just make, we make it. A, we make a pretty strong haul of notes, though. I will. I will tell you that. Are y'all we, hauling notes? Oh, you bet your ass we are. Oh man, I uh, love them dudes. You gonna have to sing us. something then before the, we got to. You got to. Let's be, not get crazy. Okay, all right, my bad. Uh, going that way. <laughs> anyway, man. All right. So today, of course, we've got a football weekend ahead to look to. Uh, college football, of course. Uh, Auburn, LSU. 
Um, you know, I think a big game in regards for Gus Malzahn and that program, they really started off struggling, especially offensively with Bo Nix. They looked like they got a little bit of it back last week uh, when they were able to outlast and get their victory last week against, uh, was, was it Ole Miss? Um, yes. Yeah, but, you know, everybody looks good moving the ball against Ole Miss, but LSU has struggled defensively uh, to start the year. Uh, but they have a young, true freshman quarterback, I think, that's settling in. Um, uh, you know, they might be rolling with him, so that's an interesting game. Your Texas Longhorns are in Stillwater uh, to face Oklahoma mm. uh, State. Uh, this is an opportunity, uh, I feel, for them to Which, maybe get back in. You know, they're coming off of it's a win. It's in Oklahoma, though, right? In Baylor, yes, okay. it's Stillwater. So then this is an opportunity. They came off a pretty much convincing win against Baylor. Then this is an opportunity for them to kind of get back and a rhythm uh, going toward uh, the Big 12 and the rest of the Big 12. Uh, on the Big 10 side, of course, Penn State, Ohio State, that's probably the game of the weekend on the Big 10 side uh, oh, going easily. down this weekend. Yeah, easily. so we'll see uh, where Penn State, where they really measure up against Ohio State. Uh, you know, they're um, – you know, two-score underdog in that one. Uh, so we'll see Two how they are About 11.5 or 12-point underdogs wow. in that game. Um, also, what else we got here? We've got Trevor NFL. Got, Trevor got the COVID. Yes, uh, Trevor, that's the big news. Uh, COVID, they say they're showing no symptoms, but I'm pretty sure that puts them out this weekend. No, he's not uh, playing this weekend. Yeah, but better now him. than the playoffs, right? Well, we have to see if it has lingering effects. I mean, you have True. to see if he can come back and be back, you know, um, next week, um, you know, you're going to proceed with caution with him because, you know, he is the most likely the number one overall pick, definitely the first quarterback taken. So you don't want to kind of go ahead and risk that going forward. And again, they're probably one of the favorites for a national title uh, this year in general. And, uh, um, and you know, we didn't really talk about it, but, you know, Trevor was asked last week in regards to the draft situation in the NFL, and he just made some comments that kind of uh, caught fire when he said, well, you know, the the plan was always to come out after my junior year, but, you know, you don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so now people are feeding that because, like, yeah, your eyes looking like the Jets got dead red at number one. So people read into those comments the meaning, like, is he leaning that way? Would he come back for his senior year? If Jets get the number one pick, a lot yeah, of people feel said, like that's the you thing. You and everybody else telling them, like, no, nah, don't but, go there. But a lot of people feel like he's going pro. Like, even if Jets yeah. get number one, you're going to probably go pro. I mean, of course, you know, regardless what that situation is, personally, if it's a bad situation to go to or not, that's the reality. I dang, of if thing. I'm the Jets, I, if, if it's the Jets, I dangle him as bait. Hmm. Like, yo, you don't want to be here. That's fine. But I'm, we're going to draft you anyway. And, and and rob somebody of their they entire really pantry. Could. They really could because I think you would really get a chance. There's going to be a new GM and a new coach and with the Jets coming in 2021. It's just a matter of yeah. time. So you have an opportunity to really build with Sam Darnold and build around him. You still got him on that kind of rookie deal. You build around him real quick and really put together an offensive line and a good coach and a gym that's going to show, go in every Sunday and give him a chance so we can find out if Sam Darnold really is an NFL quarterback. Because right. right now we don't know. Uh, based off of the uh, the bad situation that he's in, also uh, fight weekend uh, tonight. Yeah. You've, been, you've been hyping Tomorrow this night. fight up. Tomorrow night, uh, one got week. the local kid, Mr. Barrios, got the local mm -hmm. kid on the undercard. But Javante and Leo, a lot of Leo fans out here in San Antonio saying he's gonna take. They say he's gonna take Javante out to deep waters and drown him. The rap on Javante is his, his, he's never in the best condition and he's not used to going into later rounds, but. He, look, man, I, I'm a good reader of body language, and, and Tank's body language tells me he's in the best shape of his life. He knows what Leo wants mm. to do to him. 
and he's going to be prepared. He's been around. Like, again, I know people don't like Mayweather. This is not a Mayweather discussion, but the one thing that you cannot ever deny is that Mayweather ever came into a fight unprepared. And yeah. to me, he's taken on – Floyd's taking him under his wing, and I think he's overprepared, meaning he's in shape. He already, Everybody knows his power. If he connects mm. on Leo, Leo – Leo got a chin, though. I've seen Leo. I love Leo. Let's be clear about that. I love Leo. I think Leo's a great fighter. But if Javante catch him, he going Mimi's. But I think I think I think Tank is on that Floyd stuff on his miles. No drinking, no party. I mean, I know he got a, a couple after parties set up afterwards. Mm-hmm. But he's I think he's gonna be in the best shape of his life. I like Tank to win the fight. Leave it up to you to still have your ear in the streets where the after party is gonna be at. For yeah, it's after party. I'm not going. I'm not going. But I know where. I'm, it's Halloween night. I'll be with my kids. But, yeah, definitely there's mm. an after party. They ain't paying us. I ain't telling you where, but yeah. there's an after party. Okay. I know you got – I know we we, we we promoted a couple after – did we promote after parties? What was that well, we were promoting? Well, concerts or after parties. I, I remember the that, concerts. Uh, it was that, Danny, wasn't it? It could have been. It was well, a Danny no, that's party. that's right. That's right. It, it was, was a Danny party they had yeah. you promoting. Of course it was. <laughs> Of course, yeah. Of course, it was Danny but no, nah, man. I like Tank, man. Yeah. I think Tank is on that Floyd stuff, man. He's got mm-hmm. away from Broner. Even him and Broner, they're still buddies, but they were tight, and that's not the guy. No disrespect to Broner, but that's not the guy you want to pattern your career after. You want to pattern your career, not off the not out the ring or whatever, but your career, like being ready for every fight, taking every fight like it's your last, being in the best shape possible. Floyd is the guy to be around. It seems like Tank's taking it serious. I don't know, to knock out, 12-round, whatever. Hmm. I like Tank to win the fight. 736-9760. So uh, you got the fight weekend in San Antonio in our backyards. Uh, you know, also, uh, what else we got? NFL, the action on the field. The uh, the Texans, Texans are on a bye this week, okay. I believe. Um, so they're off, but your uh, Dallas Cowboys are still on prime time on Sunday night. They didn't. They didn't flex it. No, I mean technically, you know the scheduling. I understand this. And this is kind of what they get. I mean, the prime time game should have been Ravens and Pittsburgh. I mean, that should have been the game on on Sunday night. This Sunday night. I mean, the prime time game on Monday. You're going to give us Tampa Bay versus the Giants, right? Is that who it is? Monday night. Yeah. yeah. So look at that. We got and basically we've got the Eastern lease stinking it up. Back to back prime time. <laughs> we got the Giants on Monday night, and then we got Dallas and Philly on Sunday night. On the same week that we've got Pittsburgh and Ravens, Big Ben versus uh, you know Action Jackson. You mm, know, you would Hollywood Brown versus his former uh, cousin's team, right? A nephew or cousin? Yes, Antonio Brown, one of the two. Cousin, okay. cousin, cousin, yeah. cousin. That's his little cousin. You know, we always got cousins. I can tell that at cousins. home. She's like, why do you people always have cousins? Because <laughs> she teases. She's like, oh, I grew up going to just Everybody's got a cousin. And it's always somebody famous. Yeah, that's my cousin. And I was <laughs> like, true, whatever, though. man. We do. We do. Yeah. Like, I know that was like that with, when uh, I told my wife about Gerald Green. That was my cousin. She was like, well, I never seen him at your grandma's. Yeah. Uh, what is it, your second cousin? Well, is that yeah. really your cousin? Our grandmas are sisters. Don't worry. I didn't let that slide. I came back with one, but I know, I <laughs> no, know our audience. Keep that so I yeah, I won't share that on radio. Yeah, she no was hating on Anyway, um, so that's what we got. But uh, football, 
um, on the pro side, you know, and not only that, speaking of the NFL, we've got some uh, we've got some COVID situations lingering. I mean, there's some games up in the air again. Like, I guess it's going to be like this every well, weekend. Hell, speak, are the Giants going to be able to play on their whole offensive line quarantine? Well, I don't know about the whole offensive line, but they did shut the facilities the other day. Okay. Um, Denver's got a couple players that they just said this morning uh, has tested positive. The Chargers had already had. Uh, players test positive. So you got two teams. You got the Chargers who started first, and now you got, I think, one or two players uh, that have uh, tested positive. And I think their offensive line coach, Denver's Mike Munchak, he's under, he's quarantined. They think he might have it, but he hasn't had contact. So that game, which I was looking forward to uh, just with the Hibbert show and seeing how uh, Drew Locke was going to handle that, I was looking forward to that game, but that game I, might be in jeopardy. I, I feel like the playoffs, the, the players should be, the players should have some type of bubble, not meaning like going to one city, but just like a hotel, no in or out. Once the play, once the playoffs start, I mean, they're talking about once it. The they got to get to the uh, season in general, right. but they're they're definitely talking about it. So we get back, we'll take a look at that Sunday night game, uh, Dallas versus Philly. Uh, we'll look at that. We'll look at the rest of the NFL. And last night we got things kick started uh, with the Falcons. Uh, Brother Radio Raheem going. He's two and one now uh, <laughs> since he's taken over for the uh, fire. Did I tell Dan you, that was a good t- you, you stop being scared of the small leans. No, I didn't have a lean. It was too. It was too close. Close to the weekend of the card. I'm gonna have a weekend lean for you this weekend, right. but no, they'll, you'll start getting more daily leans. But it was too close to the card. But yeah, they. If I was gonna do it, I would have had this. The, That's uh, like six. three and zero on small leans. Yeah, man. I mean, Jump you know, on it then. Just go on and put your whole put the whole. Man, I've given a lot of stuff on these airways for free you're over right. the last yeah, 12, right. 11 years. You know, it's it's True time to it's, it's time. time to pay your fare. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Crime 736-9760. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King. Smoothie King, they have a variety of different flavors. Uh, Smoothie King at the rim. Also, don't forget to try their immune builders as well. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. 736-9760. All right, so um, let's kind of get into it. Uh, the NFL card and looking at the Cowboys and Eagles. Oh, so this is dude. real simple. Danucci. I mean, yeah, this is real simple. I mean, because you floated out there jokingly say, hey, wonder if this is a seventh round gem or seventh round gem. <laughs> so pretty much they're going into this as pretty much uh, a nine, nine and a half point underdog against Eagles. Eagles will not be favored by anybody else the rest of this year. For the, by, by that many. I'll I'm tell you, I don't care who it is. I believe you, but I'm going to keep track of it. I don't care if they play Washington, the Giants, they won't reach this number. It has a lot to do because the seventh-round rookie is starting, and it has to do with how bad the Dallas defense is. So what I'm looking for is after a week of Jerry Jones getting surly, uh, a week from Mike, they're saying we're not quitting, we're not giving up. Uh, Andy Dalton is going to be in concussion protocol. He's not going to be cleared to play this week. How is the team, like, who are the leaders on the team that's going to step up 
and show the effort. Uh, there's got to be guys that, whether it's Amari Cooper on the offensive side, whether it's Demarcus Lawrence, whether it's uh, who, whoever it might be, uh, Gallup, somebody's got to step up and be leader. And I don't know if it can really be Zeke because of his performance. Like, you know, his when you, when you try to step up in a locker room and be a leader – and be vocal, you're the person that has to be pretty much bringing it or you're going to get pushed back or people looking at you like, man, look at you. So Zeke has not really performed. There's factors to that, but he's put the ball on the turf a lot, and I think that's why it's going to have to come through somebody else to at least step up and make a conscious effort to make sure the effort is better. Yeah. um, The thing about it is, like, in a game like this, you kind of want to muck it up and just run Zeke and just run Zeke and just run Zeke and let Danucci settle in. But with the defense this awful, you can't even you can't even go that route. Like if they were middle of the pack, you'd be like, look, we're gonna run the ball on first and second down. It's third and six. We're gonna see what happens, not throw it out of bounds, and then let our defense. If you're halfway decent, they're not even halfway decent. So you can't even play that way. So Danucci's gonna have to throw it a bit, but it's gotta suck for Jerry and Steven. For your two highest paid offensive play, well, excluding Dak, but your other two, Amari and Zeke, like you're getting, you're getting nothing from them, and you you spending what forty mil a year on those two, well, thirty five million dollars a year on those two pieces, and you're getting nothing from them. So, it's just one of those situations where hopefully they can get get some field position, maybe win the field position battle. Because, again, if if Kyle Allen was able to move the ball, I know Carson Wentz has some injuries as far as on his, as far as his weapons go, but if Kyle Allen can move the ball with those weapons that he had, I don't see why he that Carson Wentz isn't going to move the ball Sunday night um, against the Cowboys. Just a, It's a horrible season, and like I say, 75 to 80% of Cowboy Nation is ready to, ready to just give up and lose every game anyway, so... You know, it is what they it is. They say that until you actually go through it as a fan. If you're what a diehard fan, because you can sit there, if you are a fan that is accustomed of at least having your team be in the playoffs, have a chance, when you go through one of those seasons that are staying dead red at 4-12, 5-11, 3-13, right. you know, you could sit there and say, like, oh, let's just get to the draft. Yeah, we need a draft pick. But if you're really a fan, you don't to think sit it's, through it's that, hard to sit through that, you think? It's 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 hard to sit through basically having your team be that bad if you're emotionally invested into it. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in a certain extent. I mean, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, for yeah. everybody, but go ahead, Sam. That's why I don't understand why Cowboys fans that you're saying, the ones that are already just ready to give up on the season and go like we just went through this, not that like two thousand fifteen was the three and thirteen year where yeah. it was Whedon and Castle. Oh, that's right. Kellen Moore actually played. I mean, it, like it hasn't been that long ago since we had one of these just awful seasons. I don't know how you would want to. Uh, that's 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 what I'm saying. For still, one. And the division's still in reach. Exactly. That's why. Yeah, that's why I always tell everybody that no GM and no owner ever wants to use the word rebuilding. I mean, they they don't want they try they they don't want to admit it, and that's the d- double edged sword. It's like if you don't admit it, then you get false expectations for fans, and if you if you don't admit it, it seems like you're in denial and what's going on. So that's the for that reason. So just example of fans like that's fine if they're really saying tank for this, tank for Trevor. Yeah, go in and try to sit through another eight nine weeks of just being uh, your head beating every week of the dollar. But I don't man. think there's a choice. No, there's not no choice. But don't tell me this is rude for like oh it's okay. 
we could just root up. Then you're not a true Dallas fan. Then you're not, then you're not emotionally invested in it to them because that's uh, to sit there and go through that not knowing that you really don't have a chance every week. No, the season the, the season will become longer for you in that situation than shorter. What are the fundamental differences that you feel then are the difference? Because I know, like, with the Spurs, you've kind of wanted them to, you know, get in the lottery, get in the lottery. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like is the difference And you feeling like the Spurs should just go for the lottery over the past couple of years versus you feel like Cowboy fans should still be Good invested question. and go? Like, what, what's the fundamental difference? Good question. Because the dynamics of the two franchises and the markets they play in and the way that you mm-hmm. can rebuild. Dallas is still going to be, regardless whether Jerry doesn't know what he's doing, uh, regardless of no, not winning a Super Bowl since 95, the whole whatever you want to say, there will always be free agents that entertain. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeServices.com plan in Dallas and you're always going to be able to have that as an opportunity as long as your books and your money spent right. right and in the NFL um, it's just one of those situations that you never know I mean the draft is not you know you can miss you can have good drafts you have the picks but can you you can miss on those picks as well with the Spurs it just comes down to the fact that like look you know the way this team was really built and the dynasty it, it was, was built th- through, through the draft, draft and the number and a top yeah. pick from David to Tim, and even the late round steals is Manu and Tony. I mean, that's the thing. It's not. Okay. We're not getting back to the promised land through free agency, man. We're not uh, but down Dallas here. Dallas can, uh, but Dallas can have a mix, and I think in NFL you've got to have a mix of both. You've got to have good free agency acquisitions, contract and money wise, and then you got to hit on your picks as well too. So that's uh, that's that's the deal in regards to that. So that's to answer your question on that. But that's I think Dallas. Uh, we'll see what it, we'll see what it, it, it pans out to uh, this weekend. I mean, and then now the other hand of this, the way I was starting to think, but I didn't give it too much thought, was McCarthy's situation and the opportunity with a young quarterback that's green. One of this young seventh round comes in here, and all of a sudden there's a spark. The, the weapons are there, but the team gets gets a pep. He starts moving the ball, and next thing you know, you know Dak's not coming out, and he's on a contract that's friendly. He's a backup. I can see if this kid has anything in him. I can see Mike McCarthy looking at this, and then Jerry Steven and Mike McCarthy's mindset change. They change to see what, how can we develop in the last eight, nine games we got left. How can we develop this guy to see possibly what's going on? And then you really make the Dak situation very interesting. Hmm. That's all. Because keep in mind, Mike McCarthy is has been labeled as that guy that's been around Steve Young, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. So. He guys like that, especially old school, like he wasn't gonna walk in a situation to really change what Dak does or who Dak's become. Dak's already been in the league. 
Dak's already been with that franchise three or four years, and it is what it is. You couldn't even change the offense. But if you get a young seventh-round quarterback, you can kind of teach him what to look for, how, what you've experienced in working with Aaron Rodgers and them to find out exactly how you want to mold him. I had a question for you on the other side. Did you answer on the other side? Mm-hmm. If he plays well, and when I say play well, I'm just meaning play well, not win the game. If he plays well, does Andy get his job back? Well, we'll talk about that right. when we get back. 736-9760. You listen to the Sports Grind. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Illuminati, all through your body. The blows like a 12-gauge shot it. Feel me? And God said he said, it's one begotten son to lead the wild into the ways of the man. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind, their newest location is located out at uh, Alamo Ranch. Uh, they have a drive through at that location. And don't forget, they still have their Leon Springs location as well. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so back to your question. Yeah, so, um, I mean, because I'm thinking – if he plays well, when I say play well, 250, touching a pick, like it looks like there's some potential. Like I'm not even saying he has to just – when I say play well, I'm not talking about 350 yards, three touchdowns. I'm talking about it looks like, hey, you know what? This guy is dirt cheap. We drafted him. Maybe there's something here where we can mold him, let him take his bumps and bruises. Does Andy Dalton get his job back? Um, Probably not. Not right I don't, away. I don't think so either. Not right away, no. Because I feel like I said, uh, what I said last segment was that you don't have a lot of money invested in Andy Dalton. Um, it's obviously you've seen what you've gotten in Andy Dalton right. in the last couple uh, games. Um, if this kid comes in and can do some things that Andy can't do, maybe make more plays with his feet, uh, play a little bit more loose, maybe have something it about him that the guys in the huddle – gravitate right. to that's or what I, either, that's what I'm thinking or, yes exactly or, that's what I mean by or, play well or either uh sparks a defense there'd be no reason to give Andy his job back because you're in a situation where you're trying to navigate if you're in Mike McCarthy and Jerry and Steven's mind through the 2020 NFL Dallas Cowboys season you're trying to navigate yourself through this and with with basically when I say navigate yourself you got two things going on you're trying to have still be respectable on the field and you really basically have this guy that's sitting at home about to rehab and Dak that you got to decide what the hell you want to do with. You can kick the can down the street. You can franchise tag him uh, again if you want to. But really the long term, you got to get ready to make that commitment. And you got to look and figure out if there's anything with this guy. Because what's going to happen is, is that if this guy plays good and it's under Mike McCarthy, and Mike McCarthy's been able to put his handprints on him early, then it might not necessarily be – I'm not saying that it's going to be – uh, Reducci, that's the guy. Danucci. Yeah, Danucci. It's not right, gonna now, say you, that, now you started with yeah. the R. At least you yeah. had the D right. Pause. Yeah. Well, I'm just disrespecting. I don't know who the hell he is, and that's what we're going to find out. Too. He nah, plays like somebody. But nah, this is you. the deal. Even, I'm not saying he would be the guy, but what this does, if he plays well and it's under Mike McCarthy's toolage, now gives the open to say, well, hey, imagine if Mike can find somebody in the third round, in the second round. You see what I'm saying? Not necessarily. No matter how good he plays, it's not going to so be maybe him the future. So this all still goes back to Dak. It, with it's you. all. It's all it is. That's what it comes down to. I mean, 
them, I mean, it's, you know, injuries have blossomed starting quarterbacks in the league. I mean, I know it's tongue in you said it tongue-in-cheek about him, but I'm just saying hypothetically if this guy comes in and plays well and they're able to steal some games and you're not going back to Andy Dalton, not saying, oh, we found our guy, we can get him cheap. No, it gets them wheels turning to be like, we can develop somebody in the second, third round, and let's just figure out, you know, this is the deal with – Dak Prescott to just move wow. on in that way to money. And the reason why that will be enticing is because you've got so many other holes to fill on this team Ooh. on the defensive Ooh. side. You and so, so therefore, when I say that, meaning like the money part comes into that. I mean, I think Dak deserves that, and he does, but it comes down to the money part to like, well, if we do have enough holes, we can get a rental quarterback for two or three years. Maybe we draft somebody this year, and we make Danucci go ahead and be the starter <laughs> next year. Or we let him go if he plays. But he would have to play lights out. Like, he, no, it would yeah. have to be like, they would have to run off like two or three games, and this guy, you can see a whole difference in the team. You know? Yeah, 6'2", 215, yeah. James Madison University. And y'all know if that happens, if he does do that. Rookie. I'm, yeah, and if he does do that, I'm like, oh, man, Dak's on the phone with him. He's coaching him up. Yeah, right. Hey, man. Dak ain't Dak, helping him win no games. Cut it out. That. If anything, Dak's falling on the sword for this whole damn organization. I mean, you know, it, it, like, so at the end of the day, I, I wouldn't put it past him. I'm not going to say he is, but I wouldn't say there's no way he wouldn't help to do that. Dak know he's going to get paid regardless from somebody. That's gonna get paid from somebody, yeah, whether it's Jerry, so, so hey, we'll ten, fifteen, other team. You gonna pay some? We'll take him up in the Windy City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You won't be talking about garbage minutes, the garbage touchdowns then. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the deal. So we'll see what happens with the Cowboys. Also, uh, you had a question in regards to another particular game. You oh, question about Cam? Can Cam bounce back? I mean, he's playing will, Buffalo. Can my guy bounce back, man? It's I, been ugly. I will tell you this. Um, you know, this game almost made the card. It's not on there. I can tell you that right now. Uh, but I will tell you that this is one of those that if if New England is going to show any fight, if they're going to get off the mat, if the ref isn't going to stop the fight and stop the season for them in 2020 and just call it, call it the fight's over, this is the game that they've got to make some type of stand. Uh, you know, he they're, said, they're, I've, they're, I've realized it's not okay to lose here. Yeah. Oh, that's what Cam uh, said? Yeah. I was like, where you been? You Cam, think you were like, going Cam, to Cincinnati? I can't be defending you when you say stuff like that. Like, oh, I realized after last week, this isn't the place where it's okay to lose. Like, what yeah. What team have you been yeah. watching for 10 years, Cam? Yeah, no, you've been reading some of them nasty messages on them social media from the Boston <laughs> Chatterheads up there. Like, look, man, we don't care about how you dress, man. You know, that's the thing. Right. But no. This and and Buffalo could easily be on a three game losing streak. They struggled a little bit with the Facts. Jets last weekend. Facts. This is the game that I could really see uh, New England standing up on. Not going to put it out as a lean. Not going to. It's not on the card, but I like them in that spot. I mean, their offense is horrible. Another thing I like that game to take a gander at is that total at forty one. You know, they're expecting bad weather. Uh, kind of a wind. In Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, some weather. Patriots' offense has been anemic. Uh, Buffalo has kind of struggled. You would think if the Patriots are going to give themselves a chance to pull the upset off, they're going to have to do. They're going to have to do it defensively and to keep them in the game. Now, again, 
I picked the Patriots to win the AFC East. And what's gonna be what's gonna be interesting to me because I was on Buffalo last year before the season. Tell everybody, watch out for Buffalo. You gonna did. do the thing. But I will say this though: if Buffalo loses this game to New England, I'm eager to see Monday what the narrative is gonna be about if the Bills. Buffalo loses. Okay. A lot of people, hands down, had the Bills winning this division this year. No Tom Brady. Four or five starters opting out of COVID. No offensive weapons. Either uh, barely almost starting a rookie quarterback if you would have went the other way uh, with Stidham. But then you basically are getting with a vet with Cam. And we know how Cam, you know, situation with the he's coming off a tough season and injuries. They get, everybody gave this division to Buffalo. What is the narrative going to be Monday if New England finds a way to go into Buffalo and improve to 2-0 this year in the division? It's going to be – I'm going to tell you, the Bill Belichick lovers like yourself are going to be like, hey, man, grass green, water is wet, and the Patriots going to win the East. That's what's going to be the narrative. And I mean that's I mean that's again, gonna be the narrative. So that's like I said, I've got to see Buffalo win. I this can't. Game. I, I, I've got to see this will be the fourth loss in a row if New England loses. That's the other thing I'm looking it's at. Like, happened. It's, they it's haven't happened. lost three in a row since 2002. Yeah. So for them to lose four in a row, it could be really over. That just means they've got to go rebuild. They're in a rebuilding. That, I mean, I think hey, they're man. there anyway. We might have to start throwing some asterisks around Bill's name. Yeah, okay. Got to start Stop throwing it. some asterisks around Bill's Stop name, it, man. man. Stop it. I can't even name you Because I'm going to tell you, if Tom was still on this team, no. they wouldn't have lost three in a row. No, I'm sorry. The last time Tom was in his uniform, there was a pick six going to the house in the playoff game. <laughs> i like, come on, man. He was complaining because there was nothing to throw over there. The difference of it is uh, Cam's got to sit there and say, hey, you know, i got to find a way to win. Yeah. He can't talk like Tom can over no. there throwing receivers under the bus. No. 736-9760. Listen to the sports grind. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Um, this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. Don't forget this weekend, they've got a grand opening to the third location at the shops at Lucky Ranch off of 90 in Montgomery. That's the third location here to San Antonio. Um, that is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, let's see here. Okay, so um, yeah, so we'll look at to see how that goes down with Buffalo uh, and the Patriots. Um, the next game uh, that kind of that we have out there is regards to um, you know the 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 Browns and uh, Cleveland. Um, it's going to be very interesting with them with life outside of uh, Odell Beckham. Um, you know, you have the Raiders that are coming in. I mean, they've had a situation last week where they went through the COVID uh, situation uh, as well. Uh, so this is going to be an interesting matchup for me is that, you know, can Derek Carr go on the road and win a game on a road in a hostile environment, uh, even though it won't be capacity of where we're at with fans, but yet and still uh. the weather, Clement weather being a factor. So can the Ra- Raiders make that trip? Up north uh, to get a W like that uh, with that game. Yeah, I was. Uh, um, that's what I was asking you. Do you, you think know, the offense continues? Because I know you said when OBJ went out, you saw a different little spark I think it's in their gonna eyes. Be, I think it's going to be a pressure that's going to be off of them, off of um, off Baker. Of Baker. 
in the huddle to really spread the ball more around to whether it's Landry, some of the other young guys. But it seemed guys. like Odell's being a good teammate. Uh, no, he didn't, he wasn't complaining. It, it, look, I don't. I think he was being a good teammate too. But he was going. You knew that his he presence was, is so big. His presence, because what he sees, what his actions are on the camera, on the sideline, when the defense is out there, that necessarily doesn't understand what's really being said in that huddle. Because he's not waving his arms around like, "Yo, damn it, I'm open." All that right. stuff he was doing to Eli. And I'm not saying that he's done it though, but I think even if he's not being disruptive, his presence and knowing as a coach, a first-year coach, and Baker Mayfield that's trying to cement his place, you, it's a situation where you know that like if we don't get this guy going or we go two or three weeks without getting him involved, this is eventually going to be an issue. I think if you remove him from where Cleveland's at right now and where they're going, uh, where they're trying to go, I think that it probably might be a best blessing in disguise for them. Uh, but we'll see in Baker going forward, and we'll see how that how that plays out. Okay. Um, also, you have um, your boy Tua Tagovailoa. How yes. You say it? Yes. Uh, you know, left-handed thrower. He's coming in. You know, they've had two weeks to prepare for that. This you've got a Rams team uh, that's coming in uh, pretty hot. That's been playing well for the most part uh, of this of this year uh, in the NFL 2020 season. Their defense has been playing pretty damn good. Um, and it's always going to be hard for a rookie to go up early with that. I, I'm eager to see if I see a different Miami team in regards to. The energy-wise, I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll be excited. It might take him a quarter or a half to settle down in. Uh, but this is what the fans have been waiting for. I mean, this is the future. I guess you might as well start it now as long as he's healthy. Uh, and that, is, that, um, that is a 9 o'clock start for the Chargers' body. For their body clock. You mean for LA Rams? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, for the Rams' body mm-hmm. clock. That's a 12 o'clock start mm-hmm. in Miami. Mm-hmm. So the Chargers, excuse me, the Rams' body feels like it's 9 a.m. It should be so, interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting game for the for the Rams. Like I said, they're coming off a good win over Chicago. Impressive. Defense played well. But uh, facing Tua, you, have, you don't even, you've never seen them. No one's yeah. ever seen him unless you go and watch Alabama, right? I guess you would have to pull up some Alabama some, tape. Some Al- you know Alabama I mean? footage, yeah. So, and you really don't know how they're going to use him. You don't know how they're going to use him. What they're going to run. What's the, you, I, know, I don't know. I want to ask because I don't know if you have it on top of your head. What's the line on that game? Uh, plus three and a half, uh, Ram- Miami. Rams are, Rams are minus three and a half, yeah. Uh, that's that one what, make the board? No, that one didn't make the board. That okay. one didn't That that didn't make that one. Uh, but that is one of those that's uh, That's a tough game for the Rams at 9 a.m. For your body mm. to think it's 9 in the morning, that's going to be tough. Mm. We'll see if plays factors. There'll be a, a lot of eyes on him uh, seeing how he plans out, you know, speaking of Tua. And they'll know exactly. They'll use the rest of these eight or nine games or ten games to really – kind of gauge of what they got to do going forward in the draft. But I really like what Brian Flores is doing uh, with that team. They play hard. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, it's a, not to just throw the Cowboys under the bus to keep throwing them under the bus, but the truth of it is they're totally the polar opposite of what Dallas is. I mean, they don't have the talent, especially on offense that Dallas does and all that. But even going back to last year when everybody thought they were going to tank and this was tank for Tua, under Brian Flores, they compete. They've competed. Yeah. They, they stay competing. Um, so that's kind of how that's been in, in that in that breath that that should be interesting. So a big effort. I'm expecting it probably should be a good effort from uh, Miami in that game. Um, 
like I said, a couple other games, like I said, that Chargers Denver game might be in jeopardy because of the uh, COVID. I have to keep a watch on that uh, game as well. And then you got the monster game uh, with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. You know, is Pittsburgh's Baltimore ready to say, hey, you know what? I know you're undefeated, but we're going to take over the spot for the AFC North. Ben, you're done. Action Jackson, uh, I'm taking over. I don't know. I think Pittsburgh might say not so fast, but should be a hell of a game. Should have been the primetime game, not Philly and Dallas. <laughs> That should have been the primetime game this week. I don't. I think they flex after like week ten. It should have never been scheduled. We shouldn't need no flex up. It should have just never been scheduled like that. It shouldn't have been. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios, Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Sam spinning the one and twos. All right, so it's about that time that we usually do it about this time. Right now, we're going to be joined by James from Sharpside Sports Consultant. What's going on this Friday with you? What up, Jay? Hey, how you guys doing? All Lovely. right, man. All right. And I got to say, right off the get, I agree 100% with what you just said, Calvin. How in the world did the NFL look at the matchups this weekend and say, you know what? <laughs> we got to have the Cowboys yep. and the Eagles in prime time. I guess if you could, if you think about preseason, though, mm. they were definitely anticipating Cowboys being number one, you know, and, yeah. and more than likely had the Eagles being in the number two spot. Right. So there's Vikings, Packers. Um, Seahawks, San Francisco. I guess they want, didn't want to give Seahawks uh, back-to-back primetime spots. But, That's a good point. Um, good point. They, good need, point. they need to do something with the flex, though. They need to be to where they have you – know, you can do it way earlier than – I think it is like week 10. Is that what you said, Rudy? I, I think it is. Yeah, you're, they're like normally is later on in the season, yes. Right, yeah. So, anyways, hmm. that's my old man rant for the. No, you good. <laughs> no, you good. <laughs> all right, James. So, yeah, the money, the movie, the moving shake it. I know you tell me you get asked about that all the time in regards to the money, where the big money's at. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates. Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? <sighs> no, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshall's? Yep, Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshall's. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. On certain games, whether it be the college side, the NFL side, what kind of money do we have moving now right ahead of the weekend on this Friday? So I told you guys on um, Wednesday that the most bet game was going to be the Ohio State-Penn State game for okay. college football. Right. What do you think the most bet NFL game is so far as we sit here Friday afternoon? I would have the, to say, if you I'm ask me, I would have to say the most bet game this weekend, 
I would have to say that it would have to be the it would have to be the it would have to be Pittsburgh and Baltimore, right? I'm gonna go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, damn. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun on you. No, nah, you good. I wasn't gonna guess that, so yeah. you good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but for sure, that's the the most that game. Obviously, like you said before, I got in there, Calvin. It's kind of a new face versus old uh, regime there, um, and feathers are loving to load up. It's actually interesting to me is that feathers are gravitating towards Pittsburgh, and I know that that's what they saw lately. Um, I don't know if you get the same vibe that I've been getting, but. There really has not been that much talk about Baltimore uh, being a top team this year. Now, no, no, there hasn't. They kind of well, after they got they, beat after they got beat up by the Chiefs. Everybody's kind of like, oh, same old, same old. They're out of here. Exactly, which goes back to the recency bias and betting. It's so funny how that works. That you know the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They're in our power ranking, still the number two ranked team in the NFL, and they got beat in a in a game that was a pretty not really close, but still, it's the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and they kind of disappear while you bring in Pittsburgh, had a great win last week against Tennessee, and the defense has been dominant. So right now the books are really going to need um, Baltimore to step up and win for them. And then the other need that they need big time uh, is going to be Philadelphia um, and obviously New York Giants just because the public loves betting all the money uh, against the Giants uh, and now fading the Cowboys after the Cowboys has burned the public for about four weeks in a row now. I got a I got, I got a question for you, uh, real quick, James, because sure. you 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 kind of preach about trends on on this show uh, every week. You come on in trends, and I know um, you know we're at the halfway mark at the uh, NFL season, and I know we have set some big records for scoring and totals. What what trends are you still seeing? Most of the trends, whether it's from the public or the sharps, that are uh, still riding a lot of overs on the total, or well, where are they comparing to uh, trends on the underside, under betters? So we posted it on our uh, page and on Twitter a couple weeks ago, but uh, through week three, um, overs were hitting at a ridiculous rate. You could talk about scoring uh, being up simply just because the fans aren't there, so you don't have the uh, defense having a significant advantage, as well as kind of like the way the NFL is going. You know, we have a higher-paced offense, spread action, um, mm-hmm. so it leads to more totals. But after that week three, we've seen a huge decrease um, – in overs hitting, and that's just because books have been setting these lines so high um, to where it, you know, it's really historic on how many games you have in the 50s um, each week. So it's been going down. But when you look at trends, and, and I kind of talked to you about this, Calvin. I'll let tell Rudy he can hear it here for the first time. But uh, we always get messages about trends. It's like that and cash for some reason. People who are new to betting just love gravitating towards that. Um, and when we talk about trends, you kind of have to look at relevancy. I mean. Just because primetime unders are nine and one in their last ten, or home dogs are seventy percent when they're getting more than seven points, you got to look at the matchup. You know, you just can't blindly go off that. Um, and here's an example. So, who do you guys think the best NFL against the spread coach is who's currently active? Against the spread, best NFL That's coach. A good question. I'm gonna say Uh, and I'm also going off a sample size that's that's higher than 15. So think about no new coaches, just the guys oh. who've been there for a while. Andy Reid. Um, I would have to say – I would have to guess Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's up there too, but his his uh, noon spots uh, at 1 o'clock on the road always kill him. He's okay. awful okay. Uh, at those 1 o'clock. It's Bill Belichick is the best one. And of course. It shouldn't be too big of a surprise. Yeah, Exactly. Um, but, for instance, when we're talking about trends, Belichick is phenomenal when you give him extra time. He is, like, hitting above 70%. Um, but this year, uh, he's lost that bye week uh, to a Broncos team that's not very good. Um, 
So you think about, all right, well, what changed? Well, a lot of the skill players that Bill had aren't there. Obviously, Tom Brady's not there, um, and the defense just isn't the same. So that's just an example. We like looking at stuff more from like a yearly basis rather than going off of like super historical trends. West Coast traveling to East Coast playing at noon. Right. The Rams, big time how, too. yeah. How, what is it? What is y'all's like information? Like, what? How do y'all, you know, deal with that? So I do think that that gets a little bit overrated, and I think I knew okay. where you were going with this one, Brady, is because the Rams are actually phenomenal going from West Coast to East. Really? Coast. Yeah, they are. They're really good at it, and I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I believe straight up they're like something like eight and two or nine and one, something really good since McVay came there. Um, and that is a classic sharp spot. So the, the two main areas where people love um, hitting on when you're looking at schedule-wise is, like you just said, West Coast to East, East Coast. If you go back historically, like 2000, um, teams typically can't get up just because of the time change. Um, and then also, uh, it's I'm, I'm trying to like three road games here. So if you have back-to-back-to-back road games, typically that third road game, um, teams don't cover. So those are the ones looking at, but hmm. yeah, um, Los Angeles Rams are, are bucking that trend big time. So follow that, except for when the Rams are playing on the East Coast. <laughs> All right. All right, well, before we get you out of here, James, is there anything on the college horizon real quick that might not have made the card any interesting college game or a line that you thought that caught your eye either way? Even if you don't even have a side or lean to it, what game, right. what game is that? Well, I just think, and, and we don't have a play in this as of yet, but mm-hmm. the over in Ohio State, Penn State, it might be a little bit public just because um, public betters like seeing points scored, but last year Ohio State had the number two ranked yards per play in the nation, only behind um, Oklahoma. And this year, I don't see it being much different. I mean, they got about as bad a start as you could ask against Nebraska at home, and they still put up 52. And, and it, it just seems like that there's no one going to be able to stop the Olds this year, um, especially when you give them kind of extra time to prepare with that offseason. I know they probably weren't practicing, but you got to think a quarterback like that second year in the system, studying the system, really having it down. Um, I think they're going to be a machine. And Penn State's no slouch either. That game was incredible. It's funny. Isn't it crazy that in a weekend of sports, we had two teams that were, if they fell on the one-yard line and kicked the field goal game-winning, they would have won the game. <laughs> All right, yeah. What but the instead, heck? Yeah. I know. But instead, they score that touchdown and end up losing the game. I mean, that is just incredible. Hmm. Um but I think Penn State's offense is just as good as well, and um, Franklin always has up pace and spread that out. They'll be able to put up some points as well. So, yeah, I think the number is low there. I think it's at 64 in most spots. All 64. Right. All right, then, James. Well, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, like man. always, check in and let everybody know how they can follow you on IG or Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. So, Sharp Side Sports, um, all one word. That's our social media, uh, anywhere you can find us. And then the website is www.sharpsidesports.com. Um, use the promo code SGE uh, to get 25% off. And then also um, the pick six uh, Calvin Casey package is available on there now. It's a great deal. Um, and you can use the SGE one uh, for the promo code on that as well. Um, okay. Yeah, that's it, man. All right, James. Hey, James, man, James we'll, appreciate you, man. We'll, we'll talk to you on Wednesday, man, for the recap. All right. Enjoy the weekend. Have a safe Halloween, okay? Same right, to you, you James. Thanks, James. James from Sharpside Sports Consultant. Go to their website, sharpside.com. Yeah, information. They give you the loaded. info, then you do what you need to do yeah, with it. Yeah. You know, um, what I was going to tell you, well, I was going to ask him, but we ran out of time before I slipped up, but, and I'll maybe save it for Wednesday because I know about it out of the details. I was going to ask him if he's paying attention to the uh, 
DraftKings story. Do you hear about that? About the dual what fantasy guy? No, save Do you hear it. about save that, it. Sam? About the uh, and it just paraphrased. It was yeah, a million dollar, a million dollar swing. I want to hear this. Sickening. All right, when we get yeah, back, we'll get to the phone. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis has been serving the San Antonio area for over 20 years, uh, 25 years. Uh, They have all the name brand apparel and rackets. They also have same-day professional racket stringing as well, too, and repair. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, before we go on, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Okay. Uh, another Friday afternoon. Um, and um, look like the Cowboys got another loss coming up. You know, <laughs> you know something, you guys, you want to talk about uh, a game that needs to be flexed. Uh, you you want to talk about Philadelphia and Dallas. Uh, nobody wants to see that game, at least I don't. Uh, you know, they could have put that Pittsburgh-Baltimore game into the Sunday night special and, uh, and got rid of Dallas and Philadelphia, two, two teams that are going absolutely nowhere. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if they, if they don't produce a winning record, I don't care what the NFL says, neither one of them should be allowed to go to the playoffs. And that, I'm talking about Philadelphia. You don't even have a 500 record. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs as far as I'm concerned. And I thank you for taking my call. All right, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the phone call, Mike. Yeah. yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, that's what I said yeah, about the flex with the Miami, yeah, with the Pittsburgh. Sure. That's the game it should be. But uh, unfortunately, like I said, the scheduling, uh, you know, James did bring up a good point now that I think about it. If you have a situation preseason and you're looking at that, you are looking at Dallas and Philly, which was very close uh, odds out there in the desert on who was going to win that division. So I can see them working, but at the same time, you already kind of know what Pittsburgh team was going to be, and Baltimore was a heavily uh, sexy Super Bowl pick for a lot of teams. So I, I'll i give them a little bit break, but some I said it a month ago, um, and I don't know who it was. I, I think because it was a game they gave us uh, Miami Jets and on a Monday, Thursday night, and I kind of came in here. Um, I think that was to show you were off. I, they, they're – there has to be a better job of, of the guys that are scheduling these games. I mean, you have a tendency to know where teams are really going to be at. I mean, you're going to have your standard markets that you've got to fit them in somewhere. I get that. Right. But for the most part, you've got to do a better job in the scheduling right. some of these. Well, back to but, James, 8-2 and two for the Rams on the East Coast. Yeah, I've, I've heard that stat before. They, I knew that they were kind of decent. That was a good question he had on the uh, the the coach. I knew for a fact when he said that. I should have known it was pick. Bill. Why wouldn't I think it was Bill? I wouldn't have. Well, you would think that. I mean, I wouldn't have popped it. But would he said Tomlin's up there though. But, but he most, said Tomlin's bad at one o'clock starts. Yeah. Now that I didn't really haven't paid yeah. attention to over the years, but I knew it was a no brainer with the most bet game of the week. It was Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I mean, that's uh, Pittsburgh gets a lot of action. That's why it's ever anything that sways one way. Um, there's there's always you know controversial plays, especially with the line. It's always usually involved Pittsburgh because they always got big money on them. But no, the story I was going to ask James if he heard about. Yeah, what happened? Okay, this is a so draft this King? is a St. Louis 43 year old insurance salesman. Damn. Okay, 
So he's plays drag. He's been playing for years, but he plays on DraftKings. He okay. plays the fantasy, the dual part, where I guess you go head to head to people and they rank or who's. Following. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, basically, this past Sunday, um, he's in this contest, this fan. I mean, this uh, DraftKings contest, and uh, actually, he's forty one, not forty three. He's forty one ins- uh, year old insurance agent out of St. Louis, and he's up there in the top percentile, and he's winning. And basically, he finishes the game at 92.79 points. That's what his team had. Now, that put him first place out of I don't know how many people. Got to be a lot to get a million. It put him in the million-dollar prize. He goes to walk his dog. And can you imagine, I mean, you look at this. I mean, this is a guy that's not just lucked up. I mean, he's grinding years and years playing this fantasy. Yeah, he ain't lucked up. So he's sitting there, and he finally hits the ultimate prize. He goes and walks his dog. And then when he comes back and he refreshes the computer, it shows him, drops him down to sixth place. And he's like, what the hell's going on? Well, the DraftKings officials contact him and he contacts them. And if you go back to the Bears and St. Louis and the L.A. Rams game. Oh, not okay, my guys. Go uh, ahead. This is horrible. Jared Goff in the fourth quarter, okay, um, Akeem uh, Hicks caught up in the backfield. He had a pass out. He rolled out. Yes. Okay, remember I that know play? The play? Okay, so he rolls out. And the Bears basically go ahead and stop, and they attack, attack him. Well, they had basically counted that as a sack, which gave him, because assuming that he had Bears, he gave him a sack. Well, they went back, and these are kind of custom. You know, they've happened before, but not on this scale that I've heard about. But it was a stat correction because they, they said that technically the pass, that was a play, so that wasn't really a sack. So they took the, the official score on that was not a sack. So that dropped him from a million dollars, and he walked away. The place he finished, he won, um, I think he won $5,000. So you go walk the dog. You refresh it. They get now, okay, now, keep in mind now, if if you're in sixth place before you walk the dog and you get five grand and you do an insurance, you're a happy camper. But to to go walk the dog thinking you're about to come back a millionaire, that's the type of stuff that'll make you jump yeah. off a bridge. Because what it was, the Bears, def- the defense was originally credited with the sack on golf in the exactly fourth quarter. I know exactly what play you're talking about. Okay. But they came back and said, but on review, it was determined that the play was a designed quarterback run, meaning it wasn't a sack. So they knocked him down at points, but it shifted a million dollars. He's sick. He did an interview with ESPN. What did I know he say? Scott what, what, how, how is he doing? He is just he okay? said that he said it's so, he but said five that, grand's still good. He said that he's lost. Uh, I think it was about. Uh, let me see. No, I'm sorry. I, I short you. I got it messed up. He only took home three thousand seventy eight dollars oh, from a million. Man. But he said that he had used. He had lost five thousand dollars before that way on a stat correction. But this time it was for. He goes five thousand. I kind of got over. He goes this one hurts. But somebody won a million though. Have they got to the? Have they talked? That's to the a good person? question. I don't know because this overshadowed whoever even if one. Because the fact of it is, like you go, you're at top. You but walk how do you even dog. leave? Like I'm not leaving until I've won. Like what are you walking the dog for? I mean, not I that it would have right. changed. No, I, I probably wouldn't have walked the dog again at that time if I'm playing fantasy. <laughs> duel. That's bad juju. Like I walked the dog. I was a millionaire. and I walked your ass for whatever reason. And then you probably feel like you're living in the matrix. Like you're dreaming. I or might. I might give. I might have to get a dog away. I might put him on on. It's really not the dog. dog's fault, but it's just a whole no, situation. No, because you had to pee right then. You're bad luck. I told you I don't like kids where I mean when I'm shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Stat correction. A million from a million dollars to down to three grand. I guess the odds of hitting that or Have whatever. Have you played that, that DraftKings no, stuff? I I'm, I'm not. I mean, the regular keeper leagues, fantasy leagues, I'm in. That's good enough for me. Besides that, and keeping up with the sports. 
you know, and all that in the lines. Not not really been the fantasy guy. Oh, that hurt um, me. And that hurt yeah. me. Yeah, that story. It caught national news. I meant to bring it up the other day, actually, uh, but it came across my radar like Wednesday because it got. Uh, I don't remember that play. I know you say you do. Yeah, but that's yeah, one. Of, that's that one of those deals. You know, because so, you hear about stat correction. But how is DraftKings? First of all, is DraftKings and Sean McVay call them and say, "Hey, that was a design run." Like who? Who is DraftKings to determine oh, what's the design? Oh, if you're with run? that kind of money, Rudy, they DraftKings got people that are watching this stuff stat wise, stats kept, official stats. That's real big time money. They just not going. I mean, this ain't a guy just drinking a beer out the fridge and saying, you know, hey, call call Joe up, tell him we got to refresh. I know we had it, but that don't count because Susie didn't get her thing. No, this is big time stuff with DraftKings. They they've got people watching this all the time. They got people watching it all the time. I've heard about it before. I mean, because some of these guys, you got some of those guys, they do it for a living. But the play they was a design it. run. It was. You could tell it was. But I'm the but type. It looked. It was borderline. It kind. It could have been a design run, but it also could have been a. But because when they when when I like I said, now it's all coming back to me. The commentators are like, "Oh, that looked like a busted play." So if I'm him, I'm like, "Wait, wait a minute!" Like, because but see, he doesn't know. Well, I don't know if he knows it, but. Bruh. No, on when they were calling that game, the the yeah. commentator said that was a busted play. Right. So that's a sack. Right. Right. I'm suing. So, yeah, yeah. So call you got, my lawyer, man. You, Get did, somebody on the phone. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Also, what else we got going on today? Uh, this weekend, wanted to touch on. Um, yeah. So the other game that you, uh, of course, we got Seahawks 49ers. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, because to me, um, you know, if Seattle wins this game, um, you know, if Seattle wins this game, they stretch their lead a little bit more in the NFC West over the 49ers. The 49ers Whoa. had a thrilling one last well, year. Arizona's down there. actually in second. Okay. But they, but they gonna, but who's in, but Seattle's in first, right? Yeah. yeah. No, you're yeah. right. I feel yeah. You. Yeah. So meaning it's that Seattle five and one, Arizona five and two, Rams five and two, San Fran bringing up the rear four and three, but regardless. So, right. Yes. So it, it comes down to where the, this is very interesting to me because 49ers went in there last year with the Monday night. I think it was Monday, Thursday night, a chance to click, uh, clinch the vision. They did. It came down to a goal line stance. They yes. got it. They won the division. They're going back there. Um, you know, I think 49ers have done a good job in regards to the way they've weathered the storm um, in regards to this. Um, you know, that I, their injuries, I think it's a credit to uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. I'm still kind of worried a little bit about Jimmy G and his style, but I think since this is a division game and since Seattle is basically struggling, um, you know, I can look at, see, you know, this stretch of 49ers kind of gotten hot. And this was going to almost make the uh, – it didn't make the card. It was almost – and I was going to put it out for a uh, small lean of the day, which we'll get to that in the last segment. It didn't. But if I would have put it out, I would have had a small lean on the 49ers because I just think that, you know, Seattle came off of a gut-riched division game loss – uh, last weekend, last Sunday night, a game that they probably should have won against Arizona. Yeah, yeah. You would automatically think, hey, we're coming back home. Seattle's going to be all right. This is a spot. But at the time, 49ers are looking like, hey, wait, we're the defending champs. If Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package.
we lose this game, there's going to be a separation. And I just think the defensive wise, I get you would give the edge to the 49ers uh, in this one. So um, that's how I see that game playing out. It should be interesting, though, to see how Seattle and Russell Wilson backs back, uh, bounces back from that. Okay. Um, that's also, the that's the music. Yeah, the music. yeah, a couple other college ones that I'm going to throw out there uh, when we get back. That's on the radar besides just the Texas, uh, Oklahoma State. That's a big one. You know, Oklahoma State's coming in. They're really defensive minded team. Uh, speaking of Oklahoma really? State, yeah, they've changed. That's what I told you. They've changed wow. their identity. Listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. Looking back at these movies, oh my gosh, they're bad. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, uh, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. They're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff in the surrounding communities. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. No, I, I mean, usually like play this game with... Uh, my girl, when things come out and I try to go back to an era in my head when I hear things and that Ghostbuster and, and guess a year, and I'm going to sit there and say that song and this that one? movie, yeah, don't say anything. I'm going to say that is the year around. If I had to guess right now, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say probably 86 to 87, somewhere around there. Lower. 84? 84. Good one. I would have said about 86. Probably should have went a little bit younger. So that was 84. We were seven? I thought we were a little older when Ghostbusters came out. Uh, Yeah, Ghostbusters is old. I would have said 80. I thought it was going to be like around 85, 86, but yeah, about 84. Did you watch the most recent one with the women? I haven't no, seen that one. Man, I'm doing that. You see how chauvinistic we are. All three, of, all three of us are like, no, no, no we ain't watching that. I'm doing <laughs> that. I remember horrible. when I heard they were doing that. Like, seriously? Like the marshmallow man rolling around in his grave, y'all coming out with that crap. I remember the cast too. It was like, no, <laughs> no. You see how we are, no. man. You know, and I, I, I props. I liked my my girl for Saturday Night Live. She was in there. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I wasn't trying to feel that. Not trying to feel redoing uh, Ghostbusters uh, like that. Uh, so you, I mean, you've been pretty much excited about this fight that's coming to Central this beyond. weekend. So. Okay, so put a. I mean, this is your thing. So put. Give me a predict. Who's winning? Who do you? Who you I'm got? Gonna, I'm gonna take Tank. Like I said, if you just tuned in and you missed the first segment, um, I think Leo. Leo has said it on the Showtime. You know the hype. The Showtime hype up that uh, he doesn't feel like Javante is good after six rounds. He feels like Javante is only good for five to six rounds. He said he plans on taking him out to deep water and drowning him. Meaning, wow. yeah, meaning, you know, I don't think he can last that long. And like I said, Leo's a warrior. Leo's had some good fights. Um, I love Leo. Love his story. His dad's going through some things right now. Been his uh, lifelong trainer. So he has to deal with that emotion. We know we're just coming off that with Habib, of course. I mean, Leo's father has not passed away, so it's a little different. But he's had some scares. He's had COVID. So love Leo. Love Leo's story. But Javante's finally got away from Broner. He's laser-focused. He's got that Mayweather mentality as far as being over-prepared, in shape, making weight, so on and so forth. 
And if he's not able to knock Leo out within those early rounds, I think he is in shape enough and ready to go out in those deep waters. He might have to put on a life jacket, but I think he's ready to go off in those deep waters with Leo. So I'm going to take Tank. I like mm. Tank to win. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to be a decision. I don't know if it's going to be knockout, TKO. But I think, like I said, you know, I've been following Javante for a while. And this is the most focus I've seen him. He know, like I said, he's finally on pay per view. When it, when he was, it's funny story. When he was a kid, Floyd told him Floyd is on fight as a kid. He told him, "Hey, one day you're gonna be fighting on pay per view." And you know, fast forward, here we are. So, what is speaking of that? What I got two questions. One, what's the uh, what's the rumored purse for this fight? Oh, uh, that I don't know. I okay, have no we idea. Don't know. I have no idea on that one. That's I'd a good be question. interested to know what some the good purse, money though. The purse for the fight, and then number two. Um, What's the uh, for the people that don't steal cable? What is the paper? What's the what they charge for pay per view on this one? It's got to be seventy for this fight. Pay per view is I think pay per view went up like it's just inflation. Pay per view all pay per views are seventy right now. Seventy. Why are you gonna get it? No, I would figure that would be right, not the price, but I'm just saying the magnitude of this fight that would draw that number. That's a decent pay per view number for for this fight. Not the not it wasn't the cost that threw me back. It was just the fact for this particular fight, but. You know, that's Mayweather. I mean, that's his team. So, you know, he's going to negotiate what he can. That's why also I was interested to see what the purse was that they were fighting for. Yeah. But like Seven, I said, No, seventy four ninety nine. Oh, pretty close. The same thing. That's a lot of money for a fight. We went from, remember, it used to be like 49. Yeah, we ain't been in the 49 days forever for years. I, I like I said, that's about right. But usually, you know, that's for, you know, because, uh, like I said, unless you're a boxing guy and you really follow boxing, of course you know about these two gentlemen that's getting on. But usually when you hit the 75 mark or whatever that is, Eddie, that's one of those that pass a buyer and anybody the names just draw and you know you're going to draw. But, again, I have to tell myself the guy who's behind negotiating this 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 fight with their fighter and with the uh, pay-per-view and the numbers and all that, and that's Floyd, and that's one of those uh, situations. So, uh, But, anyway... Seven three six. You gonna buy it, or you got stuff to do? Well, of course, I'll be engulfed in the college football, but I'm probably leaning into probably would do it. Probably would purchase. Yeah, I'm probably gonna end up doing it. I mean, because you talked about it enough. I mean, you sold me on it uh, this week. I mean, with college football and everything going on normally, but I probably, I probably. Yeah, will. he's twenty three and zero. Probably will. Santa, he's twenty three and zero. Santa Cruz is thirty seven one and one. So, Santa Cruz has the experience. But like I said, Tank's power. Uh, is that, it anybody on the undercard that we should look for? Mr. Barrios from San Antonio. That's the only one I I don't even know him. I just got the word from all our listeners like, hey, make sure you shout out Barrios. He went to Southwest. Okay. I don't, I, you know, I barely know Davis. I barely know Tank and Leo. So I'm not going to sit here and act like I know the undercard. But all of our listeners have let us know that uh, Mario Barrios is on the undercard. So good luck to anybody representing the tone. Also, um, let me see here. What else? One for you. Okay. Speaking of San Antonio, what I happened? wanted to uh, talk because the UTSA Roadrunners, Who they got this I'm week? Florida Atlantic, right? I'm pretty sure they got Florida Atlantic this week. They're uh, coming off a good win, man. Yeah, that was they, a I mean, really good win last week. And that's why I wonder what the momentum was going to be. I mean, they're a four-point underdog right now going into Florida Atlantic. <clears throat> you know, that game's on the road. But uh, we talked to her briefly, just real excited to what they're doing with this new coaching staff, what they're doing with the uh, – with the guys, especially some of the versatility they've hit at the quarterback position with some injuries here and there, but they definitely compete, but they on the road against Florida. Now, last Atlanta. year they were playing against Lane Kiffin. 
Yes. And they lost 40 to 26, so. And Lane Kiffin is on the. Uh, Lane Kiffin's now with Ole Miss, right? Yeah, with Ole Miss trying to implement their uh, their system um, as well. Also, um, you know, this TCU, TCU Who is taking got? on Baylor. Uh, Baylor's coming off of a stomping against Texas. Uh, they're going to be hosting uh, TCU. Remember, you know, through the early parts of the whole playoff college committee and all this, this whole TCU-Baylor situation had became a little rivalry here in the Big 12 in regards to who was that one year, who was going to get that spot and everything. I mean, they're traveling out to Baylor. Uh, TCU's a slight favorite uh, in that one. That's another game that I kind of have on my radar in regards to the Big 12 and how it's going to shape out in the big the, the big picture there with, like I said, with the Oklahoma State and Texas matchup uh, as well. 736-9760. What else we got going on? Still still kind of quiet on the, uh, on, on, the what? on the basketball, on the NBA yeah, uh, front, The um, especially in our backyard. I mean, the only rumors. No, that those rumors are heating up, but I, I like because I, I've been following it. The rumors about, you know, Possibly DeRozan and LaMarcus, they have heated up. But like I told our listener earlier, once if it goes down, we'll discuss it. But like to follow this, like Kawhi, like the Kawhi watch, I'm not doing. I don't want it. I'm not interested in doing that. Like it is what it is. If they end up getting moved, they get moved. But I don't. But this, I don't think it's worthy of Kawhi watch type coverage over the radio. But I mean, but in regards to DeRozan the, and Lamarcus rumors, no, I I I agree with that. I I don't think that that's uh, I don't think that that's necessary uh, either. Um, I I think this is one of those that um, you know, it's just one of those that they're probably going to take care of behind closed doors. I mean, he's one of the San Antonio, uh, you know, kind of homegrown type of uh, guys that they like doing business, early business to taking care of. Uh, but you speak of the Derek White thing, but on the De- uh, DeMar situation and LaMarcus, because I think LaMarcus situation is going under the radar, but I think that's an interesting deal as well, too, because he might, just because his agent hasn't leaked it out, he definitely might be a guy that probably doesn't want to be here anymore. I mean, you heard rumors about possibly wanting to finish in Portland and stuff like that. So there's some big decisions and some big uh, decisions and calls that this organization, the Spurs, would pop that they've got to make. Um, the only uh, other thing is I know the Greek freak tweeted out that Disney's going to make a movie about his family and they're come up and they're trying to cast people to play him and his younger brothers, like him and his younger brothers as when they were a little bit younger kids. He's like, no experience needed. You know, shoot your tapes over. So Disney's going to make a movie about the Greek freaks family. Wow. And they're come up. Wow. They decided to go and do that. That just adds more lural to it. Does he want to? Does that a little taste to signal like, hey, you want some more of that? Come over here to a big market if you want kind of that. Somebody trying to bait and switch him, man. <laughs> That's what I see that play coming far away, man. They gonna have hell keeping that kid in my in Milwaukee. I mean, I I don't. I do expect I big things from the NBA though. Right before you know we get to free agency, right around the draft, there's gonna be some moving and shaking. Like Philly has questions, Houston has questions. What is Golden State gonna do with their pick? Are the Lakers going to stay pat? So uh, the Clippers situation, are they going to stay pat? So I think once we get to the draft, once we get to free agency, there's going to be some big-time shakeups because everybody's chasing L.A. now. Like, what do you do now? Do you go get bigger? What do you do? Hmm. 736-976, you, you listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by SharpSideSports.com. Don't forget to go to their website. Use the uh, SGE promo code 1 to uh, subscribe to the SGE Premium Foundation Pick 6 package or any of the other packages they have, UFC, golf. If you get 25% off, um, and it's backed really with their information. It's a money-back guarantee situation as well. So that is SharpSideSports.com, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And don't forget to uh, hit me up on Instagram at, Cal- at uh, SGE underscore picks. Um, you can find me through that way as well, too, on Instagram as well. So uh, the last thing of the day, we'll put out uh, the lean of the day, the lean of the weekend for the yeah, foundation. Okay, a game on the docket that you basically text, and it's in your backyard. It's the Chicago Bears. Okay, no I looked Allen at this Robinson. game. I it was it didn't make the card, but I was looking at the situation and I wanted to monitor uh, Michael Thomas's participation. He t- mm. returned to practice this week. Um, he's trending in the right direction to play. Um, this line has kind of moved and kind of really opened up like around the four and a half. It's been up to now five. You'll sit at five and a half and probably become Sunday. Uh, it could even be up to the six point uh, six mark or probably at the five and a half. But right now it's at five. Um, and really, this is interesting because there's going to be some weather uh, in this. And really what you want to do is look at the wind. You know, we talked about Drew Breeze's, you know, um, lack of arm strength, maybe. And, oh, um, you know, that. taking that because there is going to be some wind involved. But I think from what I saw with Chicago with the Rams and what they were able to do in that secondary and make some plays and do that. And again, you know, the Saints still have that running game. And I think Saints defense, this is a type of uh, game on the road that I think they should step up in. Um, so I like the Chicago Bears on a uh, on a lean for the week at a small lean. Didn't make the what card, is, but what is minus it? five. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it right now. We'll put it out officially at minus five. You, you got you kind of convincing me because of the weather. Well, Only see, the weather, the weather would work the, in but, Chicago's favor, though, because the no, thing that's what I'm it, saying. Yeah, it, it would I'm work saying. in the father's way, but I'm taking the Saints minus five. Oh, you're so, taking the Saints? I'm okay. taking the Saints because I feel like they're they're also, you know, when they look at Tampa, Tampa is starting to get heated up. The wheels and are they're, starting to roll. And they're right. in the same division. They're going to get their rematch here in a few weeks. Those two teams will play again. But I think Chicago, I think the, the Saints defense is good enough to kind of contain Chicago's offense. And this might be one. I think this is going to be a game to where either Chicago could might we possibly get the lead come out but i think come the fourth quarter i mean the saints will make enough plays and they should probably uh, win yeah, at least I, by two field goals the offense is already booty Allen mm-hmm. robinson is doubtful their best receiver their only guy that really gets open and he don't even really be open there is no running game in chicago the defense is shaky and saints are coming off of a bye the too on, yeah the only the only positive for the bears i see right now is the weather. And I would tell you that normally uh, normally I wouldn't do that because a team that comes off a bye, you got to be cautious in regards to, especially um, on, on the sports betting side. When you A lot of people have tendencies when teams come off a bye, if they were in a good rhythm and then they go to a bye, a lot of tendencies is maybe to fade them into the team that's basically kind of in rhythm because you come off that bye, you kind of lose that rhythm momentum. But the Saints wasn't really playing that. They haven't really been playing that good even going to the bye. They got some wins, but they haven't playing good. And I think Saint, I think getting Michael Thomas back and getting out, if he would have went down, because Emmanuel Sanders is out this game. So he was either going to go in, and I'm banking on this, 
um, you know, with Michael Thomas. Uh, but plays. this isn't you telling people to take this. This is no, small. This is a small lean. lean out there. If you're looking for a game out there, just say, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, one of those. That let's see. That's like a. I don't know. Is that a three o'clock game? I don't know what that's. One of those late afternoon. If you're looking for a play, look at it. Now I would tell you this: um, if uh, if Michael Thomas didn't play, I, I would probably st- I would probably stay off of that. I would go all the way off because Michael Thomas is probably worth at least a point to a half a point. But if I think with Drew where he's at in his stage of career to go on the road and possibly windy, uh, you know, weather and stuff like that without your top two receivers or, you know, your main receivers, I'd probably say that. But if Michael Thomas plays and them coming off a bye, I think they can do enough to get the victory on the road in and Chicago. How do they find your your premium package. Uh, go to sharpsidesports.com. Uh, look for the SG premium uh, pick six package and uh, any of the other sharp sides, but make sure you use the promo code as well too. And then make sure you follow me on Instagram at uh, SG underscore picks on that SG as well too. One, yes. The promo code. SG one is the promo code. So we've got, uh, don't forget uh, the uh, Texas cheer liquor grand opening tomorrow. Part number three, store number okay. three, Montgomery. Okay. Lucky Ranch. So you have that I'm open. You, you have the yeah. Well, give me get my you your tequila, uh, man. Yeah, please. The do. R- the ready mix, yellow. I mean the green mix. Just the regular. No, it's not. It's kind of a yellowish. Not the I green one. It's mean. the it's the uh, Jose Cueva, the tequila. Yeah. One. that's that one. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. And so then you have uh, Holland Oats over here. But his costume takes a whole different turn without the blazer. Like now he looks like somebody from Fargo. For- <laughs> he can't yeah, he hear looks, you, but yeah, he like he, he look. He's looking like somebody yeah, like Fargo. Like somebody from Fargo right now. Um, what else for the sports world? I think we pretty much covered everything of what's going on. Somebody, in the big Texas world. Giants said, "What's mine and Calvin's favorite horror movie?" Damn, man, my girl's a horror freak. Man, she loves scary, but she's watching that that, that marathon they got on out. I've never been a big horror fan. I haven't. If I had to pick one, I mean, you would have to go back to some of the old school ones. Um, I was okay with the original first Friday 13th, but I but the rest of them I kind of lost. I like High Tension. High Tension is high up there for me. I don't really like none of the newer ones. It's more of the older ones. Yeah, I like High Tension, Matthew, but I'd have to think about it. You threw me a curve. I might come here Monday and give you something different, but off the bat I'm going to go High Tension. That was an underrated horror film. When was that? What year was that? Oh. Is that a breeze? Is that an nah, 80s one or a 90s nah, one? Or is that a newer one? It was in 2003. Yeah, that's one of yeah. the newer ones. All right, man. That's a wrap uh, for the day and for the week. Special thanks to producer of the show, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Myself, Calvin. Sam spin the one and two. San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people of the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning for you, the snooze button before you're out the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding? Peace. See y'all Monday. Halloween. No, that's impossible. Don't get caught. Did you check the basement or the bedroom? Without the perfect thing. They're both out. To treat every taste. Well, that's it. We're out of Fanta. This Halloween, 
Don't live with the horror of being without Fanta. Get yours today.